Yeah, the fucking boys is outside. What they what they doing? I don't even know, man. Like that house across the street. Uh-huh. Uh dude's girl, she be in his face all the time. Oh, so word. it's like, probably a domestic violence call of him calling the police on her. <laughs> okay. She be barking on this fool nonstop. Wow. And she's small and shit. He just be there taking it, so he probably called the cops on her. Tired of getting his ass beat. Yeah, and he don't want to put hands on her because he might kill her. No, 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 no. He don't even seem like the type, man. She be just, yeah. She be emasculating that man. Mm, I be be sitting on the porch like, ooh, you gonna take that, brother? (laughs) You not gonna say nothing? You know, when people be, when you be sitting in the car and somebody standing over you, yelling at you into the car. That's bad. She be doing him like that. (laughs) That's bad news. Hey, okay, all right. That's bad news. <laughs> That's so bad. Oh man, man, people, man, they. I guess to be in a relationship, you gotta put up with some shit. But that's a little much for me. Oh yeah, dude. Like I can't. I couldn't imagine being in an abusive relationship where I'm being abused as a man. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, either we gotta fix some, or I'm gonna kill you <laughs> one of these days. <laughs> like you're not gonna wake up from a nap. You know what I mean? <laughs> Look, it's gonna be all hey, bad for that you. That shit happens, man. You know, you know, they talk about one thing they always talk about, they always talk about how like a lot of sexual assault towards females are underreported. Mm-hmm. But they never talk about how that works for men. Right. I would I would almost wager that male sexual assault or assault from a woman to a man or sexual assault from a woman on a man is more underreported than any other abuse out there. Oh, yeah, because as men, we don't really want to come out and be like, my wife is beating my ass, <laughs> my girl beating on me. You know what I'm saying? I got raped. I got raped by a girl, yeah. I got assaulted. Yeah. She made me do it. Right. No one's going to believe that. Right, right. Right? So it's got to be super high. Like, I know guys, and I'm sure you do, who when we were like 10 to 12 years old, they was losing their virginity to girls who were five seven eight years old happened to me i was 13 she was 18 come on see that's illegal yeah yeah right but no one talks about that Mm -hmm. how like i mean we see it all the time in the news how these teachers are fucking with their students now and these teachers are 25 28 Mm -hmm. 30 years old fucking with middle school kids yeah Yeah. high schoolers like how that's a power trip right there hell yeah you know what i'm saying and and because we're guys we're not gonna Talk about it. Right. Mad dudes I went to high school with fucked with teachers. Mm-hmm. They wasn't going to, the teachers ran up on them. Yeah. Because they were popular. Yeah. And they weren't going to tell nobody. They didn't want to blow the spot, but those teachers could have lost their jobs. Yeah. But no one's Been in to, jail. Yeah, that's assault too. And I think dudes like, like my neighbor, you know, mm-hmm. whose girl be in his face constantly screaming. I think that man got some, uh, he got some shit he could easily get her arrested for, man. I'm pretty sure. You know. Pretty, pretty sure. Yeah, I was out the other day, man, and uh, some wild shit. So I'm going down the street to work on my other spot, mm-hmm. fixing up, and uh, I see this truck in the driveway. Of your spot? My spot. Okay. Now, uh, it was a big-ass F-150. I thought it was my dude, Mr. J. So I, I roll up on my bike, and I get up to say, this ain't Mr. J's truck. Mm-hmm. I look at the truck. Ain't got no tags on it. That's Odd, weird. Right? Mm-hmm. Brand new truck in my driveway. So I pull around, I, uh, I bike around back. Look, no tags on the back. Let me go put my bike in. Come back and really look at this. Mm-hmm. Doors unlocked. You know, nothing in there. Brand new Ford F one fifty. 
nice ass truck. Brand new. Brand fucking new. All right. Sitting in the driveway of my shit. Okay. I'm like, you know, you start thinking, is this like one of the reality shows? <laughs> right. Are they hitting cameras? Is this somebody going to jump out like, Mr. Shepard, I uh, we see you sat in his car. You know, like right. they're going to catch me slipping. So right, I was like, right. I ain't about to get caught slipping. You know, mm-hmm. this is, I, I, I live in the hood. I know what time it is. I remember when kids I went to middle school with used to take, uh, cars. They used to they learn how to steal cars, and what they would do is they would always hide the cars behind elementary schools. Okay. So, all right. So anyway, so I call the police. Mm-hmm. You know, the police come out, and the cop says, "Like, look, you know, uh, I haven't seen nothing like this in 16 years of being on the force." <laughs> and I'm like, "Well, what what do you mean by that?" He says, "Well, I looked up the VIN number, and this car is not a United States vehicle. The car." actually is came over from uh canada six months ago from ottawa right and he says um not only that uh the car was never technically reported stolen that's crazy you know it's crazy so uh i said well so whose car is it he's like oh i called and it belong it's registered to uh some car dealership in Ottawa, but they never reported it stolen. Somebody, they got some working on the inside. Somebody, yeah. it's an inside game. Clearly, something is up, right? Yeah. I got this brand new F-150 in my driveway that ain't reported stolen. Looking pretty. Yeah. <laughs> Dropped off in the middle of the hood, right? <laughs> so, uh, so, so, uh, so I'm like, well, you know, uh, and he's like, yo, this is kind of, this is outside of my pay grade. This is some advanced stuff right here. You know, I usually deal with normal crime, burglaries. Right. Yeah, regular shit. You know, not car sm- international car smuggling rings that just happen to drop yeah, off cars. Yeah, that's a movie shit. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I said, well, what can I do? You know, I got to get rid of this car. Can you send a truck? He said, he said, uh, actually, we can't tow it. I was, Why? He said, because it's on private property. Technically, we can't come onto your property and tow something off of your property. Without your permission. I, that's what I would think. And that's what I said. I said, well, you have my permission. <laughs> Take it. Yeah, please. Please, tow it, tow it. Get get rid of it, you know. And uh, he's like, well, we, you know, it's not about permission. It's about, you know, the law. So uh, I said, well, how, what, what, how far does this thing have to be for you to take it? Where do I need to put it? Mm. He said, well, if you put it anywhere on the street, we can take it. You know, it's got no tags and it's still, it's, it's still a stolen vehicle as far as we can tell. Yeah. Right, so... I called, I was like, he said, well, I said, uh, okay, well, I'll call a tow truck. He said, yeah, call the tow truck and just call me back in an hour and then we'll send our truck to get it off the street. <laughs> so, you know, calling a tow truck and, uh, you know, they're sending this, t- this is a whole ordeal. Right. You know, I got down in there at 10 o'clock. By the time, it took like over three hours. That's crazy. Just to get the truck to off. To get the truck off my property. Right. You know, meanwhile, everybody's driving by like, hey, what's up, Al? So you got a new truck. <laughs> nice F-150. Yeah, that's nice truck, Al. We know you're, yeah, what's up, right? And uh, it's it's ridiculous, right? So I'm like, no, nah, it's not my new truck. So like all my friends and stuff are driving by. 
digging me up. Giving you props. Yeah, like it's not mine. And it was like, well, whose is it? Like, I don't know. I don't fucking know. It was here when I got here. So somebody just dropped it. I don't know. In the dead of night last, the previous night, because I was on my porch looking. I didn't see it there uh-huh. around eight or 10. And my dude, uh, Tyrone, <laughs> <laughs> He's, he said he saw somebody down there at like 11, but he thought it was somebody I sent there who was doing some work. Yeah, because I had a truck. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. typical truck. You know what I'm saying? He's like, he's, but he said he and my other guy, Don, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because I know some people who drive by and help me with it right. that they keep an eye for. Don said, he said, look, I drove by there at eight or nine o'clock last night and there was nothing in that driveway. I didn't even notice it. Mm. You know, so it had to be pretty late, you know, 10, 11 o'clock at least. You so know, they parked it and took the keys and dipped and dipped and dipped. And I guess they were going to come back and get it right. at some point. Right. But, you know, it ain't there. That's cr- so know? they drove from unless they had some like dealer plates on it or something. Yeah. You know, that's the only way they could have drove it that far. Yeah. It had to be that. completely legal to right. cross customs from Canada to United States. They had to. Right. That's crazy. Yeah. That's Straight crazy. up international car smuggling ring. Ends up in your driveway. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Crazy, right? My guy, uh, my guy Tyrone came down there. He's like, "Oh, it ain't yours." He said, "What kind? What size tires they got on that motherfucker?" Though? <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Man, you can't let you leave this motherfucker on bricks in my driveway. Then I'll never be able to get rid of it." Right. right. And once it's on the street, you know, it's fair game. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> crazy, 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 crazy. Yeah, man. Oh, another shit. another adventurous day in the hood. Yeah, right? I should do a whole fucking. I can do a whole podcast of these stories. stories. Yeah, stories of the hood. Funny ass hood stories, man. That's oh, crazy. So, so today, today's topic, man. Um, yeah. You so about uh, rappers, rappers, um, and and seeking attention. Yeah. Um, how <laughs> <laughs> different ways to seek attention, other than uh, doing dumb stuff to yourself. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Should, should I? Should, are, are we? Are you, are, yeah, you should read this story. What time I, we got? It was five. We'll take a five? break. Yeah, we'll take a break and we'll come back with yeah, this. We'll yeah. come back with this jewel of a Correct. story. Jewels. <laughs> you are now listening to Super Duty Tough Work with your host Blueprint, raw and uncut, adult conversations, no shucking, no jiving. And no bullshit. Oh. All right, man. We're going to talk about this fuck ball right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about this rap shit, man. All right, man. Rap, rapidy rap, rap. This, um, this fuck boy. Um, <laughs> aspiring rapper Casper Knight shoots a hole through his cheek to try to generate interest in his music. Mm. Now, there are many other ways to generate interest in your music that we will talk about later. But let's start with this. One. Let's start with this one. Um, an Indiana man has gone to severe lengths, I would say, uh, to try to achieve Internet fame, posting a video on Facebook of himself, putting a gun to his cheek and pulling the trigger. Rapper Casper Knight then continues to calmly talk for the rest of the video, which has hasn't been pulled from Facebook. It has received over half a million reviews and a post about the stunt suggests it was done for publicity purposes. With night writing, I'm answering all questions concerning my books, art, art gallery and mediocre rap rock videos. The video recalls 
Sopranos episode, the fa- the flashy part of the thigh, which centered around a rapper asking a mobster to shoot him in the leg so he could gain notoriety in the hip hop community. Many viewers are speculating that the man used a starter pistol and blanks and no bullets um, as no bullets appear to penetrate his other cheek. Others are wondering why. <laughs> why if he was shooting shooting it for a music video he shot the clip in vertical <laughs> that is true that, that is, is true yeah. bad camera work bad horrible camera yeah, work yeah, yeah. night later wrote you guys are a mess we got black people blaming my facial mutilation on whites <laughs> whites blaming it on blacks conservatives blaming it on liberals liberals blaming the gun random fucks blaming it on Mexicans black people maybe do it <laughs> It's a Republican conspiracy. Donald Trump made me do it. (laughs) Oh, man. It was Ted Cruz. Right. It was all Ted Cruz. It's Hillary's fault. (laughs) It was the white people. (laughs) (laughs) We have people asking why would they already know the answer? Average Joe's, average Joe's pretending to be ballistic experts and civilians attempting to quote the law. We also have people throwing out terms like attention whore while simultaneously giving this video attention all facts Um, we got people making bold assumptions prior to service and current military talking shit while um, expecting me to respect their alleged PTSD I'm also a private service I'm also prior service military and people with no actual jobs in the field of mental health attempting to diagnose or recommend a diagnosis congratulations Facebook world you just played yourself checkmate well, I don't know about all that uh, hyperbole at the Yeah, end. it's a little bit. Yeah, yeah, um, he's extra. adding, he's adding his his twelve cents in there. Right, but it's uh, about fifty cents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's saying, "Congratulations, you've been played." But you, you just did a whole article about this shit. Right, <laughs> about playing yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, man. The press is such a hypocrite. They're yeah. so hypocritical. Yeah, I can't believe you people on Facebook are watching this. Right, as I'm writing an article. Yeah, about it. yeah. It's like, dude, this is ridiculous. Yeah, the whole point is, yeah. you ignore shit like this. Yeah, you're supposed to. Yeah, and if you're above it. Then don't write about yeah, it. Yeah, you know this is like this goes into what we talked about yeah. last last week. It's the it's the reality show curse of the world where people think that in order to get notoriety and get noticed, they got to do some dumb shit on a video or on television or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely it's uh it's a definitely extension of that because it's like every year gets more and more difficult mm-hmm. because every year there are more rappers. Yep. putting out more music yep. than the year before yep. you know the barrier of entry into hip-hop is lower and lower and lower <laughs> yeah you know it's, all you need is a laptop and a microphone yeah and a lot of times you don't even need a laptop a lot of people it's just you know you can just record into your phone you right can record into anything you know uh you got programs like uh garage band that just come with this mm-hmm. you know with with laptops you don't have to spend any money mm-hmm. when we started there's no investment no we had to spend money yes. like real fucking money yes. i used to hurt like save up yeah paychecks. yeah we had that one thing it was a akai dps 12 mm-hmm. and it came with the zip discs yeah and we thought we were the shit when we finally got the zip disc right and the zip disc used to hold 100 megabytes <laughs> <laughs> right. That's it. Right. That's it. And they used to cost like sixty dollars, yes. seventy five dollars per disc. Per disc, and you could get one song on them. Yes. One multi track song, you could back it up on the zip disc. Mm-hmm. You know, if you were saving beats on it, you might get twenty, thirty beats. But as far as songs, vocals, no. 
Yeah. One joint. So that's sixty to seventy five dollars just to record a fucking song. Right. These motherfuckers wouldn't last in that era. Hell no. They got terabytes worth of shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> and still can't bring no attention to their goddamn music. Right, right. It's awful. Right. It's awful. So this episode today, we're gonna talk about ten ways <laughs> to get your music promoted without shooting yourself in the face. <laughs> That's such a beautiful topic. Yes. It's so beautiful. Ten ways to bring attention to your music without shooting yourself in the fucking face, man. Come on, man. Come on. You know? There has to be some. I mean, there, oh. oh, come on. You got to think. There's a lot of ways. There's a whole bunch of ways. Do you want me to set it off? Or yeah, you, you can set, set it, it off? off. You can set it off. Go ahead. Set okay, we're going to go with number 10. All right. Hire a publicist. <laughs> that was that was one of my, that was mine too. That was the, that was for me. Yeah. Hire a publicist. Yes. Okay. So some people don't know what publicists are. So maybe we should take it to the beginning. Okay. Yeah. Take publicists are kind of an extension of the 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 old model of the music industry where they used to be managers first, right? right. Artists had managers, and the managers their job was to bring publicity to their artists hey man i got this act i want you to hear you know these slimy guys shoulder rubbers and shit right. hey i got this artist i want you to hear uh, yo come let check out she can sing boss you know then you go <laughs> sing oh yeah she can sing yeah i like her i like her what you need okay if you just pay us 20 ducks i get five ducks on top we're good to go we make the deal you know you'll get 10 for throwing the show i get five for bringing it to use she gets five dollars <laughs> right Okay, let's do it. Yeah. She does a show. She makes $5 off of 20. It's, it's done. Yeah. Uh-huh. Now, eventually, the job of manager started to uh, extend into the publicity field where now managers are keeping contact with magazines mm-hmm. and publications and press and radio stations, all this stuff. That was the onus for the publicists, the right. modern-day publicists, to where now you have people who are publicists who have nothing to do with um, – managing the artist or entertainer right. or politician right their job is strictly to connect that person with media yeah. and media outlets in all forms in all forms be it radio be it uh print mm-hmm. be it online all forms of media that's what a publicist does you know publicist you know comes from public relations right pr mm-hmm. all of this is is the, the the child of edward bernays for those who are familiar with the you know the dark side of this knowledge uh-huh. who've done the the knowledge who is you know sigmund freud's nephew you know what i'm saying oh really i didn't know yeah that. edward bernays is sigmund freud's nephew wow he came here and started the first pr firm hmm. there's a there's a documentary you should watch it's called the season of self okay it's super deep it talks about the introduction of uh pr which used to be called propaganda uh-huh. they were using pr in germany yeah. propaganda the nazis yes so, yes yeah. to influence other germans to hate the jews right you know what i'm saying that was the birth of propaganda campaigns mm-hmm. but when they brought it over here to the united states they thought that name sounded a little harsh propaganda mm-hmm. people might not want to hire you <laughs> hey, I'm a propaganda guy yeah oh you're gonna start a bunch of propaganda on me so they start they change it to you know pr for sure and then oh public relations right but it's the same thing they're this all the brainchild of edward bernays who was the nephew of sigmund freud who, Interesting. so he studied all these techniques about how to how to mind works human behavior uh basically they pioneered tying 
advertisement with human behavior. Mm-hmm. That was the link that they needed. It's the modern day marketing plans. Exactly. Yeah. Because prior to that, there were none. So they rolled it out first thing. One of the first and biggest campaigns they did was to uh, make women smoke cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Right? Because women didn't smoke cigarettes then. Right. It was thought as unwomanly and mm-hmm. thought as like nasty and fucked up. So one of his first jobs was to make women buy cigarettes. They did it. They did it by doing this big ass uh, parade. It was like one of the biggest parades that was going to be on television. So what they did, they coordinated a bunch of women to stand around and, and had the cameras on them and they all would light their cigarette at the same time. And they would all smoke it at the same time. That's crazy. It's deep. It's deep. The it's whole, dope. The whole, it's, it's deep as fuck. Mm-hmm. Right? And after that, women started, they slowly start chipping away at the image of women not smoking cigarettes and they mm-hmm. knew it was a huge market all they had to do was just influence women to think that it was yeah. okay yeah they had to tell them it was okay deep right yeah it's crazy so so that's that's the root of it that's like 30s 40s 50s you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. but into now uh, what publicists do is not that much different they talk to media outlets so one thing you can do is hire a publicist and then you ain't got to shoot yourself in the motherfucking face on facebook <laughs> It's so it's so easy. Now it's, it may it may take a little more money than shooting yourself in yes, the face because publicists aren't cheap. Yeah, they're not. They want to get paid too. Especially now, they're not cheap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. it gets it gets it can be pricey, but I, I think a doctor's bill, right, is probably in the same range. Uh, probably uh, probably a lot more. I would say <laughs> if you if you literally shoot a hole in your face, yeah, and you gotta get that repaired. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be a lot of money. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's more than a publicist. Yeah. A lot more because you're gonna have probably have to have to have to have multiple surgeries. Yeah, yeah, you know, way more than a dental publicist. structural. Yeah, probably can't talk for a while if you really shoot yourself. Yeah, in the face. then you can't rap. Yeah, which defeats the purpose. Which defeats the purpose. Hey, listen to my record. I can't even rap anymore. Right. I can't do any shows. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's my number ten. So what you got? Number nine. <laughs> yeah, number nine. Get a social media outlet. Get get a social media account. They're oh, you free. mean like Twitter? Like, yeah, Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, Snapchat. Wow, you know, you mean all they would have to do is just get an account on yeah, these just, things? And yeah, just get an email address. An email address and use your first and last name. Wow, make up a password. It's that easy. It's that easy. Fuck out of here. It's that easy, and then you can invite people to listen to your music. Hmm. Huh? And you know. And hundreds and hundreds of people. I mean, there's thousands yeah. and millions of people available online. You mean that these people might actually even come looking for you? They might. They could. Hmm. So if they're looking for music of a certain style and you happen to be doing that certain style, they may be able to find you without you even saying anything. Yes. And without you shooting yourself in the face. And that's incredible. <laughs> that's an amazing that's thing, incredible. right? Incredible. It's an amazing thing. Because, you know, I want to shoot myself in the face all the time. Yeah. I'm like, why don't I... I need to get some sales cracking. Can I just shoot myself and record it? Yeah. You know, you got a dope camera. That's true. You make good videos. I think about Cheddar Bob and myself all the time. (laughs) (laughs) We're catching Cheddar Bob out here. Cheddar Bob doing it. Yeah. Come on. Social media is there. It's there. It's there. I agree. That's a good one. That's a perfect one. That's a perfect one. We'll we'll do. And it's free. Yes. It's free. Come on. Takes you, what, five minutes? Yeah. You know know something I noticed about rappers who even have social media? And this is my pet peeve with so many artists. I'll say this is my pet peeve among the artists that I don't follow on social media. Mm -hmm. I don't care what you talk about as long as it all comes back to music. Right. Like, you have to remind me 
that you're an artist. Mm-hmm. You know, like I find that like I follow some artists on social media and every Sunday I know I'm getting 300 football tweets. Right. Every playoff game, I'm getting another 300, 400 from noon to midnight. Right. I'm getting that. But when the album come out, one tweet. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I'll mount y'all. Yeah. Anyways, what's up with these calves though? Right. Yeah. I, I completely agree. I was I was like that. I had that problem. Yeah. I had that problem. I've been I've been working on that. I I tweet a lot more now. I've noticed that. Yeah. I've gotten on you about that. Yeah. Yeah. Your yeah. Social media hiatuses. Yeah, because I would I would take I would just not be on there. You know what I mean? But I've gotten a lot better with that. I'm I, I think I'm I, I be on it too much sometimes. <laughs> I don't know if you be on it too much. I mean, I think it's just you know it's a fine line. Like yeah. you learn what your fans like and what what works. Like you know it how you do it you can see what people are responding to and what they're not right and that's how you you know you go out there and you do a little bit too much mm-hmm. go out to that ledge right yeah do too much yeah look over look over oh <laughs> I don't, okay this is cool people are still responding to me i don't have to jump off the fucking ledge right now i can back up i don't gotta shoot myself in the face nah, no cheddar bob <laughs> no casper knight no 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 uh don't catch no uh, what was my man's name plaxico burst <laughs> Yeah, you have to plaxico yourself, right? To right. get fame, right? You know, so uh, you know, yeah, I agree. It's just guys gotta remind people and stop feeling guilty about reminding people who chose to follow you because of your music, right? To buy your music, right? There's yeah. no shame in that. There's no shame because that's what they're there for. Yes. Yeah. They, if as long as you're putting out dope music, you can say whatever the fuck you want to say. Mm-hmm. But when you're not putting out music, you're not reminding people that it's there. Sometimes it gets annoying. I don't care about the goddamn Detroit Lions versus the fucking Green right. Bay Packers. That's why I watch ESPN. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't need your play-by-play. Like, you're not a pro. Mm-hmm. I, if I want to watch this, I can tune in to ESPN and watch professional analysis. Right. I don't need your Twitter feed. <laughs> right. I understand your enthusiasm. It's it's endearing. Right. But I don't need it. Mm-hmm. It's cool. I, they're professionals. Just like when I want to hear good rapping, I don't go to them. Right. I don't ask it Bayless to kick a verse. <laughs> right, right. I'm following you on Twitter. Right. Because right. I want to hear your shit. Yeah. You know? So yeah, that that's that's yeah, I agree. That was number uh That was nine. Nine. Yeah. Man. Number eight. This is a deep one. You know. No, I'm I'm gonna save the deep one for the second all half. Right, of all the right, show. Save, save the deep one. Play a show. This is a simple one. Yeah. Play a show. If you play shows in your city. In other cities, you don't have to get on Facebook and put a gun to your cheek. All right. I had that one, too. Yeah. It's like, well, this means that basically you don't have to like. Shows is like human interaction. Yeah. Playing a show is people's opportunity to put a face with some music. It's like it's a commercial, basically, especially if no one knows you doing a show, getting a 15 minute set here and there. It's a commercial for people that don't know who you are. It should be. It should be. Right? Yeah. Right? The, at its best, it's a great commercial. Right. It's a Super Bowl commercial if you right. kill it. Yeah, if you kill it. Yep. If you don't, it's not, it's not, it's nothing. It's the fucking Channel Zero, the fuzz that's on between channels. <laughs> yeah. Or it's just a turnoff. Yeah. People switching the channels. Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah. Right? It's, it's nothing if you make it nothing, but it's everything if you approach it like it's everything. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, it's one of those situations where, like, guys, they don't want to Well, think about the origin of the music industry. Mm -hmm. At one point in time, 
there was no industry as we know it. Right. There was only shows. Right. A guy would pick up a guitar and play for his friends or his community. Right. There was no, oh, you're from, you know, Allenstown? I'm from Pittsburgh. Oh, let's get you to Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. Let's get you from Pittsburgh to Philly. Oh, let's get your name built up in all of Pennsylvania. That didn't exist. Mm -hmm. It all started in your backyard playing for your family, friends, and fans. Yep. That is, and that part of it will never, ever go away. Right. Ever. Ever. Yeah, I mean, because I had had tour, basically. Same thing. And, I mean, there's artists who have no following. Mm Mm-hmm. And they will get in a van and they will play as many shows as they possibly can around the country, getting on shows with artists that they know, with friends that they know in this city that's throwing a show, have their friend hook them up with this promoter that's throwing a show and give them a little slot, so on and so forth. I mean, shit, when we first started, that's what we did. Yes. Nobody knew who the fuck we were. Exactly. But we hit, we did as many shows as we could in fucking restaurants, in, yep. you know, house parties, clothing stores. clothing stores, record stores, wherever we could rock a show yep. in whatever city that would have us that we could drive to that that's what we did yes and building an audience we that's built, what it is that's what it is that's what it is and we didn't have to shoot ourselves in the face <laughs> <laughs> no plaxico no. <laughs> take a break yeah you take a break <laughs> what's up everybody blueprint here to remind you that my latest project the Vigilante Genesis EP is available right now on Weightless Recordings. The EP is a collaboration between myself and my friend Aesop Rock, which features myself on the rhymes and Aesop Rock on production. If you are a fan of concept albums, comic books, or just good old hip hop, then this EP is for you. Vigilante Genesis is available on signed CD blue vinyl and deluxe digital exclusively at waitlist.net so order your copy today thanks again for your support all right all right right. so we back in the building super motherfucking duty super duty tough Tough work work. the best podcast this side of the mississippi the most least (laughs) at least the most infamous yeah we are the most infamous at least yeah so so we talking about ways 10, Ten ways, ways to promote yourself without <laughs> having to shoot yourself in the face. This freaking idiot. Shows. 10 ways to promote your music, man. Yeah. yeah. So we are on number seven. Yes. Right number now. seven. Number seven. Make a website. Get a website. Yeah. Get a website. I've heard of artists doing that. Yeah. A lot of artists do that. Most artists do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's and that's something else that could be free as well. Yes, it's true. If you go to WordPress, yes. if you go to, uh, what's the Yahoo one? Um, um, uh, blogger. Blogger. There's many, there's many, many platforms. many platforms. Yeah, Tumblr. Yeah, I mean, there's many platforms where you can have a free website to post your music, post pictures of your shows, talk about your music, blog, write little articles, you know what I'm saying, and share that with your people on your social media platforms that you got also for free. Yes. <laughs> It's true. It's true. Are you saying that all this stuff can be done free of charge? Yeah, for the most part, it can. Is that be what done, you're saying? It can be done free of anybody charge. Anybody can do this stuff. Yes. Wow. Anyone can. Anyone That's amazing. Can. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you know, I had this theory, and I was so wrong, and I'm glad I was wrong. <laughs> uh-huh. Back in 2005, when MySpace was the shit, right? 
I remember going on some public media site or somebody asking about the future of the web. And this was when like, I mean, MySpace was like getting so much goddamn traffic mm-hmm. and it was specifically for music, right? Mm-hmm. And I was, we were just doing so much traffic and web and selling shit. And I'm like, oh, this is the best. We never thought I was going to die. Right. I remember saying, people like, what do you think? Where do you think this thing is going to go? Blueprint. I was like, man, I think MySpace is going to destroy the need for artists having their own website. Mm, you were wrong. Wrong as fuck. Wrong as fuck. Not even close. Nope, not even close. See, what I failed to understand was the cycle of social media. Yes. We had that was the first one I believe that kind of came. I mean, Friendster came and went before MySpace. Remember right, Friendster. Yeah, Friendster. I didn't even have a Friendster um, account. But it wasn't specifically for music. Right. right. You know, the, the thing about MySpace that was wild was that it died and there was no replacement. Exactly. Right. Right. Not not right after not it just right after. disappeared. It's just dead. Yeah. And I had we I never saw that before. We had seen a lot, but we didn't know that that basically is the cycle that almost all social media outlets go through Mm -hmm. you know super super boom crazy low bust right and i was so wrong and uh that's when i started becoming an advocate for artists having their own website right because as long as you pay for your domain name you good you good you good you gotta (laughs) send people back there yeah i just paid mine a couple days ago yeah so like we i was sending people back to the waitlist site Mm -hmm. but i didn't have a blueprint website right and after and right around 2008 i think is when I finally did Printmatic.net after mm-hmm. seeing, okay, I was wrong. Right, I gotta have my own yeah, shit. Yeah, I gotta yeah. have my own thing, man, that has my own voice. And uh, it took me a while to figure it out, but man, it's super important because now my website is ground zero for everything I do. Yeah. Everything starts there from announcing albums to posting music to even posting this podcast. You have to have a spot that specifically can represent your message. Right. You know, if that you control. It, yeah. yeah, that you can control that no one else can take down or decide isn't cool anymore or, 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 or flag you for something or say, you know what, why don't you talk about X, Y, and Z today? Mm-hmm. No, on your website, you get to do whatever you want to do and cater specifically to your audience. Right. And that's very important because you can't do that on any other social media platform. Exactly. Even at the heyday of MySpace, it had to be customized according to their things yeah to their parameters yeah you could you could you could have a template and a color scheme and shit but you couldn't totally lay it out exactly like you wanted to yeah unless you paid somebody a lot of money to do that and by the time you did it it was out of style was gone the platform died i had the bomb ass myspace page yeah mine too i was like ooh, my space is looking crispy (laughs) i had to buy links on there early in the game you could look that oh word bing 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 but it took a long time to do it, like you're mm-hmm. saying, like because I knew HTML mm-hmm. and I knew some of the coding shit, but it was still long, tedious process. It wasn't fun, mm-hmm. you know. And at the same time, it wasn't as important as maintaining my own platform. Right. So yeah, that's a great one. Yeah. Was that number eight? That, that no, was seven. That was seven. Oh yep. shit, we moving right along. Moving right along. Number six. Mm-hmm. It's on me, huh? Yeah. Okay. This is a simple one, but a lot of y'all don't do it. So I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> All right. This is a what you it, it, instead of shooting yourself in the face. <laughs> make a music video. Shoot a video. Shoot a video. <laughs> Don't shoot yourself. Don't shoot, shoot yourself. Video. Shoot a video. <laughs> <laughs> we should get shirts to that man. Right. Don't, Don't shoot, shoot yourself. yourself. Shoot, shoot a video. video. Yeah. yeah, man. Like 
if you really look at hip hop and the landscape of it, uh, YouTube has become one of the most, if not the most popular platform discovering new and old music. Yes. Even though people say, well, streaming is taking over streaming this when it comes to actually like looking up something that someone tells you mm -hmm. the first place people go is YouTube. Yes, this is true. And they'll tell you that. And I never knew until, you know, several years back that that's how people were using YouTube. It wasn't to go there to watch music videos, it, I mean, although that is part of it. Mm -hmm. It was to go there to find music, all music, anywhere, yeah. any kind of music, old and new. Mm -hmm. And if they were looking for a new artist, that's where most people would start. Yeah. They wouldn't start at Google. They wouldn't Google that artist. They go into YouTube, type in the artist's name, and whatever comes up, they start there, which will be popular, your most popular video or song mm -hmm. or, what, or blog or whatever. And uh, if you don't exist in that space, you don't exist at all. Right. I, I know so many artists, especially local artists, who have no sense of priority when it comes to putting out their own albums, and they have no priority when it comes to getting on YouTube. They don't see the point. But they also are fucking up because mm -hmm. they don't understand for you to not exist in the biggest artist discovery tool on the planet, you're losing. Yeah, you're losing. Easy. Game Easy. over. And the thing is, you don't necessarily even have to shoot a video. Just put a picture of yourself. <laughs> yes. And, album cover. And, and album cover. Anything. Yeah. And just put the song up there. Like, it don't have to be a music video. You don't have to take the time to shoot a video or pay to get a video shot. You know what I'm saying? Just freaking put the album cover or a picture of yourself song title boom Come and a link now. to your website a link to your your social media come accounts. on now it all ties back <laughs> it all ties in together it's better than shooting yourself in the face super better super better. and it can be it can be cheaply done because i just shot my yes. first video yeah you know and i didn't have to go out and buy a whole bunch of equipment nah. you know to do it i think I, I spent maybe like 150 bucks yeah yeah you know on on stuff that i can reuse yes you know what I'm saying? Yes. So I, I you it's know, cheap. You it's know me. Cheap. I've been shooting videos for right. the low low. Right. You know, like I got the Canon uh, T2Y. I bought mine in 2011 mm -hmm. for four hundred dollars. Yeah. And I've been kicking ass with that camera ever since. Boom. You know, so get on YouTube. Understand the importance of YouTube and stop playing yourself out here. Because here's one thing that people also don't understand about YouTube. I'm gonna dive a little deeper. All right. You want to give people the ability to spread your music. Yes. And if you, you may think I'm just putting a song on YouTube, but because that song's on there, someone who's a fan of yours can now take that link, post it on their page, mm -hmm. tell their friends about you. Mm -hmm. That would not have happened had you not been in that space. Right. You know, so understand, like when you remove that ability from people, you are basically limiting the growth of your own music. Yeah, because I mean, if you look at if you look at like we were talking about before, the beginnings of the quote unquote music industry, it was more about word of mouth mm -hmm. than anything else. And that's and, and that's still the case, really, because there's a lot of artists who have might have platinum selling albums that I have no idea who they are. Yeah. And until somebody posts a copy of that video or that link or that SoundCloud link or whatever on my page or on a page that I can see, I'll have no idea who that person is because word of mouth is still a powerful tool. No matter how much you pay for a publicist, no matter, you know, all of that extra stuff. If I'm not interested in, if I don't know who you are and somebody else does and you're in the proper space where they can share your music, then I may have, you know, I may find out who you are eventually. Yeah. But if you're never in that space, there's no possible way that your friends can tell other people who you are, how dope you are, show them, sh you know, show your music. Thank you. Yes, Thank sir. You. Thank you. 
So yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what's next? Is that, uh, uh, we are on. Six? That was six. That was six. Yeah. Number yeah. Five. All right. Number five. Pass out a flyer. Mm. Post up a poster on a telephone pole. Mm. Just promote yourself. Mm. You mean you mean leave your house? <laughs> leave your. You house. mean step outside of your house? Yes. And go somewhere in public, and create awareness about your music. Yes. Wow, yes. that's such a revolutionary concept in 2016. No one does that. I no. think they we I think we used to call that uh, um, street promotion. I, I believe so. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. believe so. Yeah, we used to do quite a bit of that. Yeah, a lot of that. Yes. Just go to a show. If there's a hip hop show somewhere, yes. Even if you don't have a show coming up, make yep. flyers about the albums you got. Make yeah. flyers with the link to your YouTube page to your website. Yeah, that can be your business card because people remember that shit. Yeah, there's people who. We would pass out flyers too, and they would be like, "Oh man, I've, they wouldn't know who that we were the artists." Right? Like, oh, Blueprint, Logic. Oh, I've heard of him. Mm-hmm. And then two or three different times, you know, it's like any commercial. Right. You have to see it four or five times mm-hmm. before you say, "You know what? I'm tired of seeing these fucking flyers. Who, who the fuck it? is a Logic?" Right. Right. You know, you go to or you go to the show, mm-hmm. and like, oh. I was impressed, right. not knowing that you being at that show was the cumulative effect right. of flyer after flyer and po- right. poster after poster and Facebook posts and just you throwing away the flyer the first two times and mm-hmm. your homie like, hey, you want to go see Logic this Friday? You're like, who is this Logic guy? <laughs> right, right. Yes, right. okay, fuck it. Right. Bro, he's dope, you know? Right. And you're there and you mm-hmm. love it, but it took seven or eight of those little things. And and if you haven't started that process, you're going to be behind. Way behind. So just get out there and start getting these people familiar with the name. They may not even know the thing, but they see a professional flyer, mm-hmm. professional artwork. Yeah. It looks dope. They're like, man, you know what? Okay, I'll check that out. You may get home, take the flyer out your pocket, get online, look it up. Yeah. You may not, but at least you knew the next time they see you, same thing. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Same thing. Until after a while, you just like, okay, let me finally. Because you're yeah. going to have like four or five of the flyers in your car. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then after a while, it's going to be like, let me look up this shit. Because yeah. why do I have six flyers yeah. of this about the same show in my car? <laughs> so it got to be something. Something's something, up. Something's up. Let me yeah. check it out. Yeah. And it's going to happen. Yeah, and you don't have to shoot yourself in the face. No, it's so much easier. <laughs> you don't shoot yourself. The problem with shooting yourself in the face is you, you can't tell people where to go buy the album. <laughs> right, right, right. Right, because you got a hole in your mouth. Yeah, you got a hole in your cheek now. Say, hey, bro, I want to now go get my ramen roll now. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Right, right, right. Did he say his little mixtape is out? <laughs> I think he just called for help. <laughs> I can't tell. I can't tell. He's an idiot. Yeah. And then no one's talking about your music. Right. Which is the, the, the biggest fail of, of that publicity thing. Now, there's a, probably a way to finesse what he did mm-hmm. and make it tie into his album right but he's not doing it yeah it's just like it's just like with uh bushwick bill getting shot in the eye yeah you know what i'm saying like it wasn't necessarily like that was a stunt that they pulled him Mm -hmm. getting shot in the eye but they used it yes and it was like what the fuck happened to people would buy the album just because of the album cover (laughs) you know what i'm saying so it was a way it was a way to flip it to like okay this is a fucked up situation but we're gonna use it to our advantage instead of taking a fucked up situation and now that's all people can talk about yes i still have no idea what this dude's music sounds like but i know he shot himself in the mouth yeah that's all i know curiosity either i have no i don't want to i don't want to find out because the fact that he did that for publicity probably shows that he's not making good enough stuff to get any yes. any publicity on on its own. No, lack of confidence. Lack of super lack of confidence. You know, 
Yeah, I wouldn't rock with him either. He scares me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take hey, a break. You, yeah, yeah, you get into Rustown. Hold on, which what number were you on? Did you do that was uh that was six we just that did. That was six? Oh, I'm gonna do one more. We'll All do right. mine. Five no, no take All right. a break. Word, yeah. Because I think you started that segment. Yeah. So this is number five. Hmm. Let me think. Let me think. Which one of these? I got so many of these because mm, so. I do them all. Right. Uh, you had flyers. Hell, how about this one? Give away your music. Yeah. You know, like, we got to sell it. You don't even have to sell it. In 2016, you are almost totally relieved of the pressure of selling albums, which is now you're not going to make any money right. for a while. Right. But. If your goal is to get people to listen to you first, the number one barrier is cost mm-hmm. and time. All right. You want to make sure people have the time slash opportunity to hear you. And then you want to remove the barrier, which could be cost. All right. So if you're able to do both of those things, you're going to get way more listeners than the average person who's new and no one knows about right and and and, uh, and with a tool like Bandcamp, yeah with a tool like soundcloud yeah you can create something that looks professional yes you can pass your music around make it available to share and you can make it available for free now you can also especially with Bandcamp, you can have people name their price so if they like your stuff enough and yes. they want to pay you something then they can but otherwise then they can get your music for free and it's an easier way to pass it out especially digitally if you have your back to you know our social media yes. and your website yes and all of that then you can post it and there's a way to get your music out to people at least electronically that doesn't cost you any anything money. you don't even have to shoot yourself in the face <laughs> you don't at you all. don't you, you know don't it's, it's a good day if you don't got to shoot yourself in the face to promote your music it's a great day yeah it's a great it's a great, day. great day man that was number uh five that was five five but yeah i agree let's you know we're gonna take a break come back with the top four right top four top four all right <laughs> To all the artists out there who are working on new projects, I would like to let you all know that I'm officially doing guest features again. So if you're a producer who's been thinking of getting bigger names to rock over your beats, or you're an MC who's interested in collaborating on a song for your next album, reach out to me at info at printmatic.net to discuss the collaboration process and the prices. This is not a free service, so serious inquiries only. Again, that's info at printmatic.net. I look forward to hearing from you all. Peace. All right. All right, word, and we back in the building. We back in the place to be uh, showing, got the top 10 ways to promote your music without shooting yourself in In the the face. face. (laughs) I know it's hard, rappers. I know it's difficult. Man, I know it's difficult because every day you wake up like, man, I really wanted to shoot myself in the face right. to get people to care about me. But yeah. Because if you shot yourself you in the to. face, people would hug you often. At least you get a hug. Out you, of you, you get some pity. Get you would get pity. You get pity. You'd also get clowned. Definitely. But you would get attention. Yeah, Maybe not attention. the right kind. <laughs> right. It, would, it may but not be attention. about your music, but it'd definitely be attention. <laughs> so we got the top four left. Yeah, yeah. So you're you going in on four? Going in on number four. Right. This is some super zen shit. Right. My number four is crazy. Like a lot of people don't get this one. <laughs> <laughs> it's the advanced levels of promo. <laughs> you know, because it's counterintuitive. <laughs> right, 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 right. To promote your music without shooting yourself in the face. Here's a key. Help people. 
Help other people. Mm. Can I say it again for the people in the back? Say it again. Say it again. Help other people. (laughs) (laughs) Help people. Help people. Help people. This is counterintuitive to some people because people think in terms of this need. Mm -hmm. People think, I want a job. Give me a job. Right. I make money. Mm -hmm. Right. But, But think about it. The economy of jobs works opposite of that. It's like, I have a skill, a talent. You have some money. I'm going to help you right. by giving you my skill, time, talent, and you're going to pay me the money that I need to do whatever I need to do with the money. Right. You're helping someone, mm-hmm. although it's paid. Now, that that concept goes beyond jobs. Right. And this is where people get it fucked up. And it goes beyond money. Beyond money. Yes. It's a spiritual concept. It is. Really. It is. Being of service to others. Mm-hmm. People really underestimate that because we're so caught up in the uh, the me, me, me culture. Yeah, we're selfish. Instant gratification. Mm-hmm. We don't want to help anybody get where they need to go because we're afraid that they won't help us. Right. But what you find when you get to the higher levels of success is that the people at the top have people who vouch for them. Exactly. In amazing bulletproof ways. Their resume is bulletproof. Exactly. People are like, that's my man. Mm-hmm. He did X, Y, and Z for me. I always got him. Right. That's my homegirl right there. Anybody fuck with her, you got to deal with me. <laughs> right, right, right. That's character mm-hmm. and integrity, meaning that at some point, you stepped in and helped somebody with something. Mm-hmm. You've helped them either with clarity, learning something, getting in a door, giving them something, being of service to others is how you basically, you create karma that comes back to you. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you're not willing to help others for nothing in return, you don't do it because you want somebody to get you something back. Oh, I I helped you pass some flyers because I wanted you to help me pass out flyers. No, you do it because they need help. Mm -hmm. Because you do it because you know how to. Yes. And they don't. Yes. You don't do it because you want a fucking paycheck, although the end game is going to get you paid. Right. You just got to have the patience to see that. You got to believe in fucking universal law right. that the universe is going to take care of your ass when no one else is looking out simply because you have done so much for others. That is so, so true. You know, so if you if people uh, what does this mean in a practical sense? You say blueprint. Well, it means that practically, if you have a friend who does dope music mm-hmm. You should be posting their music. Exactly. Not because you want them to post your shit, but because it's the right fucking thing to do. Right. Because just as a just as a friend, it's support. It's imp- exactly. It's support. support your people. Yeah. Promote dope shit for nothing in return. Mm-hmm. And what you're gonna find out when you start doing that, all of a sudden, people who you didn't ask to promote are gonna promote your shit. Right. That person who you didn't even know is gonna be like, man, this guy always helps me promote. Let me see if he needs anything. Right. Hey man, you need anything? Can I be of service to you? Right. You got some flyers you need to whatever. You got the show coming right? up. I heard you got you need some flyers passed yeah. out. Can yeah. I want me to send this invite to my friends? I got some friends I'm gonna invite out. Right. Then they should come to your show when they bring ten people. Right. Who all play ten dollars. Right. You're like holy shit. Right. All because I helped this man promote his whatever. Yeah. Or or I bought his album. That counts too. Mm-hmm. I supported in other ways that I didn't look for immediate payback. Yeah, and people underestimate that. People underestimate what it means to someone that you help them without them having to ask you and without expecting something in return, because people remember that. Yes. You know, especially if they get somewhere and they like, yo, 
you know, my dude, he makes good music too. Let me bring him on the road with me because I got this show coming up. You know what I'm saying? I got this tour coming up. You know, like you never know who's going to, somebody that you helped and where they're going to be and how they may be able to assist you in the future. And they'll probably think about you because you thought about them. Come on now. You know, it's, I mean, it's just universal laws, man. Come on now. It's just universal laws. Come on now. You know, karma, if, if you, what you give out is what you get back in Straight return. Straight up. And people want people to promote them, but they are never of service to those people. This is so they true. They never help. They never, it, service can mean sharing an experience with someone mm-hmm. that they haven't had. Right. Sharing wisdom counts. Right. All of these things count. Listening. Yeah, listening counts. Just listen. Just sitting there and listening because and be, people in the ear. Need people to listen. Yes. You know? The bounce shit off yeah. of. Yeah. That's all you gotta do. Be there. Mm-hmm. And people don't forget because this is a world full of people who are fucking greedy. Yeah. And a lot of people they're greedy with their time, they're greedy with their resources. And they don't want to help others. So when people come along are not always thinking about themselves mm-hmm. it 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 immediately makes you stand out right your character immediately is like oh shit mm-hmm. i like this person who's secure enough to promote me or, or help me for nothing right that takes some security right there yeah you know it does self-confidence people don't have that people are so afraid to lose their spot by helping you that they just shut up while you hit your head on a wall yeah then they laugh at you and to everybody step over else. You. Yes, when you Keep hit going. the ground, they step over you. They laugh behind your back. Yeah, you know when they could have said they could have pulled you to the side, pulled your coattail, mm-hmm. helped you out, schooled you, and be like, oh, yeah, you about to hit that wall, G. Yeah, <laughs> you know don't what I mean. Hit that wall, don't man. hit that wall. I hit that wall once. Right, it hurt. Yeah, don't hit that wall. You know, it yeah. hurt, man. You know, there are people. I can say this is true in my career when I didn't even know for when I when I was public about going sober. Mm-hmm. At the time, I did it because, I, yeah, I wanted people to know that it was okay, mm-hmm. you know, but I wanted to also be vocal about it so I would be accountable, mm-hmm. publicly accountable. I don't want to be one of these people who's like, stops drinking on the low, and then I'm sneaking drinks in with this group of people, that right. people telling, I don't want to live that kind of life. Mm-hmm. Life is so much easier when you don't fake the funk, you right. know, so, but little did I know how much being public would inspire others and help other people, and those people want to help and give back in however they can mm-hmm. you know and and it comes in many forms yeah. and sometimes i don't even know today right like print man you don't know how much you've helped me I'm like really how well i was struggling with this i was struggling with that and i read your thing your, your, your blog about it. i read your blog about that you really really helped me yeah what do you need right how can i help you yeah can i just buy everything here you need some gas money yep. you need a place to stay been there been there so you see many what times. i'm saying yeah like people don't know that and it's not just about music this is so much bigger than music mm-hmm. right like this lesson will help you in everything you do in life yes give so you can get yeah but think about being of service to others first yeah don't give with the purpose of you know thinking about what you can get right give because you want to give yes give because you want to be of help because yep. you want to be of service yeah because you want to see people do well you yes. want to see people succeed give yeah and it'll come back to you it always does it'll come back to you tenfold yes you know yeah man. like these are spiritual principles these are just life lessons <laughs> yeah. i mean probably in every spiritual book that exists this yes. principle is it's in there been around since the beginning of time <laughs> yes since the beginning yes. it's yes. infallible yes. it's pretty much infallible yeah it's real life you know and there will be times when you get burned 
Yes, when you oh, give definitely. somebody and somebody won't get you back, but you know what? If your mind is in the right place, mm-hmm. it doesn't even matter because right. you know you did it for the right reasons. Right. You only get burnt when you are expecting something in return. Yes, this is so true. <laughs> you know? So true. So, so true. <laughs> so, yeah, that's number four. Yeah. All right. All right. All right so, number got, three. Sir? Number three. Go to an open mic. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Go to, go, like, like here, are you, are we you saying leave the house again. Leave the house again. Get off wow. your ass. <laughs> wow. Get out from in front of your computer. Wow. And in front of the camera, and go to an open mic and show your talent. Because yeah. in those in those instances, you meet like minded people. Yes. You know, you you get you might meet producers, you might meet whoever whoever's running the spot. Like yo, we got we do we do shows of local artists. <laughs> Every, you know, once a month, like, Facts. yo, you want to do 15 minutes? Yeah. You know, you never know who you're going to run into if you go to an open mic, even if you don't rap, even yes. if you just go there to be there and see who is the people to know, who yes. are the people to know, who are the dope artists in the city yep. that I might want to link up with, that I might want to send an invite to my, you know, my my Facebook page or whatever, you know, so I, want, I might want them to listen to my music. Go to a freaking open mic. Come on, I agree. I and agree. if they don't have one in your city, start one. Yeah, we used to go to them. <laughs> yeah, and we had our yes. own. We yeah. had our own night. Yeah, man, we used to fucking do it. No, I agree. It's a great one. If you rap and you're not being, if you're not going to open mics, and then I would also add on to to this, going to open mics sharpens your blade. Oh yes, it sharpens your blade. Yes, because then you see what's out there. Yeah, if you can't, if you if you can't kill an open mic. What makes you think you could kill a show? Mm-hmm. Because an open mic is a little different crowd. It's like, yo, these are people just like you mm-hmm. who come to build their skills and trade. And that you got to learn how to kill that environment. Right. You know, you're rapping for rappers. You're rapping for other artists. It's not just I can say some dumb shit and get away. Nah, we're checking out all your bars. Right. We're, we're testing your, your skills. We're checking you. Right. You know, and uh, you got to have it, man. So do it for your skill. But do it like you're saying, because. You promote your art and your music that way. Yes. Go to open mic. Go to open mic. I like that. My, I got number three. No, number two. Yeah. But my number two adds on to that. Okay. It's very similar, uh-huh. but it's even bigger. Uh-huh. My number two was be social. Yes. In general. In general. You know, be social. Get out the fucking house. Talk to people. Talk to people. Form real relationships. Yes. See, what people don't know about music is that especially in this era it didn't always used to be this way but in this era it's not about sales as much as it's about relationship yes the people who are able to sell are the people with the strongest relationship yes with the fans yes it's not about the people who sell the most records or the people who promote the most it's the people who have the best relationship yes now a selfish motherfucker well, dumb motherfucker will tell himself it's all about skills. Mm-hmm. Why is it that this guy who's a shitty rapper who doesn't do an awesome job of promoting seems to always have an active social media presence? Mm-hmm. He's successful in everything he does. People come to his shows. People comment on his YouTube videos. People comment on everything. He engages. Why? Because of relationship. Right. He's not a better salesman than you per se. Right. But he understands relationship. Because the fans feel like they know him. Thank you. Mm-hmm. They know him better than they know you. Think about this. If you go to buy, I don't know, some applesauce. Mm-hmm. And all the cans, say you got five different types of applesauce. And all four of them 
just have the name of the applesauce and a picture of some apples. And then a fifth one has the name of some applesauce, the picture of the applesauce, and then on the back it's got how we made this applesauce, where we got the fucking apples from, mm-hmm. what we do when we are, what's our process like, mm-hmm. the saying that we take pride in our applesauce. Mm-hmm. You know, we've been making applesauce for 30 years, bro. It's a family thing. It came from my father to his father, now to me. We fucking love this applesauce, and you will too. Who's you gonna buy? I, 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 the the family the family, <laughs> the applesauce. family applesauce yeah not because it's priced the most or it was pushed the hardest but because through their marketing they were able to build a relationship with mm-hmm. you they were able to let you know who they were more so than any other brand of applesauce on the shelf yes. so ask yourself what kind of applesauce are you you know That's are you question. the generic applesauce right you just taste good that's it just say applesauce just say applesauce <laughs> picture of the apple like the other four brands right is that what you do or are you the applesauce that actually gets out there and tells your unique story right if you tell your unique story then you will be far ahead of other people who just sell applesauce mm-hmm. you will be working towards building a relationship with the fans that is so so true that's oh, awesome. I don't even got nothing else to add to that. <laughs> yeah, make sure you're the right kind of applesauce. People think, man, we help the people on this podcast. Yeah, man, that's what we. That's why it's the most infamous. Most infamous. No one does this. No one. No one got these kind of bars. No one does. All right, so number, number one. Number one. Number one. This one is the most obvious. The most obvious. But and, most unspoken. Right. I, I don't understand. Number one. Make dope music. Say that again. Make dope music. For the people in the back. Make dope music. <laughs> exactly. If you make dope music, people are going to come find you. Yes. You don't have to shoot yourself in the face if come you make on. dope music. Yes. Because people will be talking about your music. Without you there. Without you there. They'll be sharing it. Yes. They'll be burning copies and giving them to their yes. friends. Sending links around. Sending links around. Talking about it. Talking about it. Yes. Make dope music. Yeah, man. Point blank, period. Uh, I, I told somebody, somebody said something about like, yo, Print, how do you how do you uh, make up for the fact that, you know, you're independent, you ain't got this team and you ain't got all this stuff, you know, like, you know. And I said, you know what? Nothing like helps an artist more than making dope music. Right. Nothing changes the trajectory of a career more than making dope shit. Right. You can have all the tricks you can have all the promo. You can shoot yourself in the face, but nothing can fuck with dope music that people will share. Mm-hmm. Like make something that people talk about, some mm-hmm. exceptional shit that they can't hear anywhere else. Right. And then you don't have to do the heavy lifting. Not right. Because they'll do it for you. They it's word it of mouth. You. It's word of mouth. Come on, man. Make dope music. Yeah, people underestimate that. They think they want to do everything. They want to be swagged out. You know, they want to have the most gangster profile. They want to do videos with naked broads. Right. That's cool. Have the dope gear. Yeah, which is cool. The new Jordans. Which is cool. You know. You know, but hey, never forget what this is about. All right. That's where it starts. Music. It starts with the music. With the music, man. Yeah. If you do that, you know, you might be around for a while. Yeah, you might. You might have a career, man. Yeah. We've been here for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, a little, little something. A little, something. <laughs> a little time. First records came out, what, 99? Yes. 99? Wow, it's 2016? Yes. Whew, 17 yeah. years of yeah. putting out music. Yeah, we both just put out new records. Yes, this year? This year? This year, yeah. yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, been a, it's been a long haul, but, you know, and we learn these over things over years, man. So that's our top 10. We know we got a lot of artists that mess with us, too. Mm-hmm. And so uh, this was kind of our way to, to remind you guys of all the things 
10 simple things. Simple things. Simple things that you can do that that don't require you to do some goofy shit. Right. You know, you don't have to worry about your integrity or people calling you your character in a question mm-hmm. in an attempt to promote yourself. You or know? talking about something other than your music. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, if you create that conversation and you and you you take advantage of these ten tips, man, you'd be all right. Yeah, you'd be good. So yeah, that's yeah. it. That's it. Next week, super duty, super duty, tough work. And we out, peace. Thank you for listening to Super Duty Tough Work. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Follow the podcast on SoundCloud. Peace. Shoot, I got styles already that's more complex than nobody know about. I mean, super duty tough work. <laughs>